All right, welcome to the first ever Deep Fried Bets podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking some college football tonight. We've got a couple guests on the podcast this week. We've got uh, Patrick Nolan, who's also known as Captain Hindsight when it comes to gambling. I've never heard the man lose a bet in my life. Never. And uh, we've also got on the phone uh, Boomer, Matthew Boomershine, who uh, also is quite confident in his picks, and he also loses more than anybody I've ever met. So uh, we'll, we'll get started with that. Uh, welcome, gents. Anything uh, you'd like to correct that I send? Boomer, you got anything? Yeah, lucky 30% of the time and know what I'm talking about 40% of the time. That's like 70% of the time I'm a winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my ass. Yeah, all right, good one there. Um, and Boomer's on uh, cell phone, so sorry for the um, the uh, the terribleness of it. Yeah, we're going through a little, uh, little technical difficulties this first time around. Be honest, I'm kind of a cheap ass and didn't know I was gonna to have to pay to record a Skype conversation. So uh, we'll see about getting around to that next couple of weeks. Uh, but stick with us this week. Get their boomer shitty quality. It's not only the sound; it's also the uh, information you're gonna be receiving. Yeah, it's worth it's worth the uh, worth it sifting through the staticky information. Perfect. Good worth the price of this admission. All right, so. Uh, I take it that everyone looked at the uh, the pod or the uh, the write up on college football season. You know, we're only two days or one day, depending on when this actually gets posted, um, away from college football season. And there's you know a lot of potential this year for to make some good money. So if you took a look at some of the over unders, guys, what are what are some that stuck out to y'all? Boomer, we'll start with you. So on the uh, on the over unders right now. Um, I was looking at the Alcorn State-Georgia Tech game. Now, obviously, most of the people that... Hey, uh, Boomer, we're not, we're not, we're not talking about over-unders for a game, dude. One on the ball right now. Um, I'm predicting a 63 total on the game. Um, most of that, obviously, will be becoming, coming from Georgia Tech. You can't predict the Alcorn State for more than 10 points. And with Georgia Tech running the ball, they're probably going to be running most of the clock the entire time. So I would bet the under on that game predicting a 45-10 to 10 total on the game. All right. Well, that's the kind of analysis you can look forward to from Boomer this season. Um, obviously, we're talking about over-under win totals for the season, and he hits you with a Georgia Tech-Alcorn State game. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. no, 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 we're doing, we're doing over-under on wins for the season. Yeah, so that's what you have to look forward to. He's simply here for comedic relief. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if you'd like an over-under, I'm sure most of you have heard that LSU is supposed to be the sleeper this year for all of college football. Yeah, you're listening to Arm um, Street. If you go through their games this season, they do have Auburn at home, when? but... You're going to have to take them to win Arkansas, Texas A&M, and Alabama. Right now, their win total on most gambling websites is eight and a half. I got them winning. Thing, it's six and six season for LSU. Oh, I got them winning um, ten. Obviously, that's two and a half points under the uh, the average. I got them winning ten. You're going six and six. Six and six. 
Damn. Dude, I'm, I'm, I like that fresh take right there. Yeah, uh, that's hot, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm under on that. I'm under. I'm, I'm going way over on that pick. Um, but, I, I, you know, we'll just get this out of the way. I'm an Auburn fan, so eight and a half, I'm saying over all the way. I say we at least get to nine wins. Under eight and four season for Auburn. Oh, my gosh. Bammer. Speaking of Bammer, let's let's talk about Alabama at nine and a half. Like y'all are both. One of you is a diehard, lifelong Auburn fan. One of you converted because Cam Newton showed him his cock. Um, so let's talk about this nine and a half right here. We're really expecting Alabama to fall back to not a ten win season. I looked I looked at the schedule today, and I can honestly see them winning nine games. Yeah, I can see it, but I've also could see them. I, I I filled my schedule out today. I had them going eleven and one. Crazy! I know that I would ever predict Alabama to lose, but I'm you've got you've got to expect two losses. You've got to expect two losses. Okay, that's fair. But even with that, that's ten wins. I mean, it's I'm going over on that. And uh, I'll tell you my 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 locking in right now for uh, over unders. You just go ahead and go ahead and bet your paycheck on Friday if you get paid like I do. California is going over five wins. People, they're going seven, maybe eight. That's a good pick. They're going to score 55, 60 points a game. I don't give a shit about their defense. They can stop somebody. Uh, they're going to they're get to 55, 60 a game. That's going to be enough for seven or eight wins. Take the Cal Golden Bears to go over five wins on the season. I know, I know Florida State is playing in the ACC. I realize that. But can we, can we all agree that it's, it's going to be a down year? I had them under. State. Yeah, under. It's got to be under nine and a half. Rapey McCrab legs is going to the NFL. Oh, so. there's, there's no doubt in my mind, nine and a half. That's way too high. Way too high. Boomer, any uh, any fresh takes from you, bud? <laughs> on, uh, on the Cal Golden Bears? No, no fresh takes coming from this end, unfortunately. Well, how about how about the Atlanta uh, the Atlanta guy? What about Georgia Tech? What do you got them? There's seven and a half wins this year. What do you think? Personally, I have Georgia Tech uh, winning the ACC this year. Oh, no. That's not. All right. What about uh, Georgia Southern? I know that's uh, a favorite of yours <laughs> over the past couple of years. Every time I talk to you, you got money on Georgia Southern. What, are you taking them over seven and a half? Georgia Southern, they are a solid football team, and I would actually look for them in the first weekend against West Virginia to cover the spread. All right. I like it. Let me go through a couple more of these. Uh, Kansas at one and a half. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. They're gonna they're gonna fuck their way into two games. That's two ridiculous. I would put a. Oh my god. Yeah, like one and a half. I know. I don't even know who the hell their coach is now, but uh, it's they've pro- got to win more than who. I mean, it's probably in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, but they're gonna win two games. They're an FBS team. That's gonna happen. Um, the U at six. The U over six is my second favorite behind Cal. Brad Kaya coming back, uh, sophomore, true sophomore. Kid's gonna be a stud. Look for him to be in the Heisman race if he can stay healthy. Um, let's see. Really? Come on. Yeah. Miami. Come on. All right. Any other over unders, guys? I'm gonna see the totals. Not on the season. I'm more, I'm more of a week to week kind of guy. I feel you. I feel you. Paycheck to paycheck living over there in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, of course. You know me. All right. So, you kind of gave us a little preview of your uh, your conference champions here. So, uh, we'll start with ACC. Boomer, you kind of already gave us yours. Georgia Tech talked about that a little bit. Well, let's think about who Georgia Tech has in their way. They have a beaten down Florida State team that has no Jameis Winston.
this year. They have but they got Ever Golson, man. All-American running back that hasn't practiced with the team all offseason. Their deep, Florida State defense is going to be solid, but Georgia Tech is returning their All-American quarterback potentially. Um, that could lead them to it. Really, the only person in their way is Clemson, and that pretty much factors on Clemson's quarterback not tearing his ACL again this year. I mean, that's something, it's not like an injury that happens every year. It's not like a hamstring problem or anything. It's an ACL. He's got a new one in there I now, just, dude. I just, I just don't care about the ACC. You don't care? Not I even going off the pick. Well, my thing is, like, I, if, if somebody from the ACC comes into the, the playoff thing, the playoff thing, the playoffs, then, I, like, it's going to be a shitty year, in my opinion. Like, I, I've got an ACC team in the playoff, um, mm-hmm. and I guess that would, you know, you're probably going to need my conference champion from that. And I'm giving you Clemson at three to one to win the ACC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State, Florida State's still the favorite at five to two. Uh, I think Clemson at three to one. They're going to win eleven games. I don't know where they're going to slip up. They're going to beat Florida State, um, but they're going to win eleven games. And they don't I, have much to, to work with, right? I mean, I mean to play against. I mean Deshaun Watson. I think I think a lot of him, um, as you'll find out a little bit later. But um, yeah, I think Clemson gets it done. They're going to slip up somewhere, but 11-1 and one with other teams beating each other up, I think it's good enough to get in the playoffs. So. What did Georgia Tech lose last year when they beat the shit out of Mississippi State in the Orange Bowl? They're, they're not, I don't think they're missing much. They're not missing much, but it's – I don't know. I just – it, it could happen, Boomer. It's a definite I mean, possibility. They're 4-1. They're third – you know, third favorites. That's who I had. I had I had Georgia Tech. It's not like you're picking Wake Forest at 100 to one. But uh, all right, let's move on. What about let's go? What about the big, the Big Ten. I think this is the easy one. I, I mean, mean, is anybody not picking Ohio State? Uh, I'm Ohio State. Uh, I'm not picking Ohio State. <laughs> of course you're not. Who you got? I personally think that the first game of the season for Ohio State is going to be a hell of a lot closer than everybody thinks against Virginia Tech. I agree. I think um, that's fair. They will probably escape that game, but they're they're battling between two quarterbacks right now. You know, T.J. Barrett and Cardell Jones. It's it's let's, have to let's call it the Braves. Take control of the team. This is not like at LSU, and, you know, dude. Yes, Urban Meyer is a hell of a coach, but. I think that Michigan State does pose a threat whenever they do play them in the middle of the season. I mean, this isn't um, LSU or Georgia or Michigan, for that matter, when we're talking about quarterback races. you got two dudes that either one of them starts and one of them is legit in the Heisman race. So, like, you know, the quarterback race, sure, they might not have a guy in place right who do now. You ha- did he say who he had in Michigan State? Well, I, think. I, would say, I would say Connor Cook is a legitimate You know what tells me about them returning 24 seniors is that they weren't good enough to leave for the pros as juniors, so they had to come back a little bit. Yeah, they're going to be also bigger, faster, stronger, too. So. All right. So, also, Ohio State starts their season with four of their key players on a four-game suspension. No, nah, it's just a one game. You don't get four game suspensions at Ohio State. Have you ever known Coach Urban Meyer to ever sit anybody out like that long? No, no well, chance. Well, the Bats got pretty good last year, so I 
pretty damn lucky last year, and uh, I'll give it to him. He definitely beat the hell out of Nick Saban. Um, wow. In the playoffs. <laughs> you know, definitely takes a little bit of luck to make it all the way through. And going back, how often has the preseason number one made it all the way through and won the uh, – National championship. No, that's true. Well, I mean, we're not calling them to win the national championship here. Uh, we're just, calling I'm them to win a shitty ass yeah, conference. Yeah, there's no, there's nobody. Michigan <laughs> State's right. the only people. Shitty ass conference. I, I think Penn's sleeper in that conference too. But I'll leave that for later. No, I'm with you. I'm not betting on Ohio State because you're not even getting any even money. You got to drop a hundred or two hundred to win a hundred for them to win the conference. So I don't want any part of that. If I were gonna, you know what? If you're scared, yeah, I understand. You're gonna fucking take. Ohio State to win the conference. It's probably the easiest bet of the entire year. Right, and I was looking back but this morning. Huh? Minus two twenty. Yeah, so fuck. You bet two twenty to win a hundred. You are probably going to win money. But if you want to get a little bit of value in your pick, you're an actual gambler. Then you're going to take Michigan State. On that same front, I'm going Penn State uh, at fifteen to one. If I'm throwing down any real money, uh, you know, just a little side bet action. Because thirteen to four in Michigan State, you still got some decent odds. But uh, I don't know. I think if Christian Hackenberg at Penn State can get it together, then we might could see something out of them. <laughs> that guy's garbage, man. He has literally nothing around him. The poor bastard. I feel like he is. Tom Brady playing for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> hey, Brady would get them to the championship. Don't worry. <laughs> nah, nah, dog. He might get them to the playoffs, but there ain't no way to hell he wins the game in the playoffs. All right. So, we got, you know, two solid locks on Ohio State and a kind of sleeper on Michigan State and the big, the big 10 over here. So, let's shift gears to the Big 12 a little bit. Uh could be one of the more competitive conferences. Uh, Kansas sitting down there at 100 to one. That's pretty pathetic. But I guess if you're sitting there and thinking that they might not even win two games, that that explains that. But let's talk. Uh, P, we'll start with you. Who you got won the Big 12? Uh, I, it's a toss up for me, but I I went ahead and went with TCU just because of the experience at quarterback. I feel like they're they're going to get it done. Boykin. Yeah, and I like him a lot. I, I have him as my. Uh, Solid Heisman up okay. there, top three. That's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to go. Especially th- if they win the conference. If they win the conference, he's definitely going to be in the Heisman talk. Yeah, I, I picked TCU originally. Um, I still like that pick. I think that they're, you know, if you got to pick anyone, they're a solid pick. But I'm kind of shifting gears a little bit, and it's not the Baylor, and it's definitely not the Texas. And I think that Oklahoma could sneak up. And I don't know that I'm, I'm ready to change my pick from TCU to Oklahoma, but that Oklahoma at 4-1 looks pretty damn good. Baker Mayfield coming in there running a similar system to what he ran at Texas Tech a couple years ago. Uh, Samaj Piron running the ball. That defense is always going to be good. And Stoops, you know, he, uh, he, he performs well when he has no pressure on him. It's true. He, he's not starting off the year in the top five, the top ten. So I think Oklahoma is a team to look out for there. Boomer, what you got?
definitely in the Big 12. But Oklahoma, I mean, they're going to have an even better defense. They have a hell of a lot more pros. And Bob got rid of his brother Mike, who was dead weight on the football. And I think they're going to be a hell of a lot better this year. They have an All-American running back. I mean, is that how they feel about you in your house, the dead white brother? <laughs> I said, are you the dead white brother in your house? Man, I ain't got no brother, dude. No, nah, Mary Catherine views you as the dead white brother. You're right, you're right. Dead white sibling is the, uh, is the term you're looking for right there. We there we go. All right. All right, so we got TCU and... One and a half TCUs and one and a half Oklahoma. I don't know if I'm really ready to go Oklahoma yet. You know what, David Boomer, your analysis has changed with the deadweight brother getting the hell out of there. I'm going to Oklahoma. I'm switching it up. Website will be changed. Website will be changed tomorrow. Oklahoma. All right. Let's go to the Pac-10, the Pac-12, whatever the hell it is now. Uh, Pac-12 after dark, I think, is what we're going with. Oregon. I don't know. This might have changed. I had to guess it probably has since then. Um is the odds-on favor to win the conference a little bit surprising, losing the number two overall pick and Heisman winner Marcus Mariota to the Tennessee Titans. Um, what, are you, what are you looking at this? Boomer, who you got in the Pac-12? Pac-12? Uh, I think I'm a little bit crazy, but I am going with UCLA after losing Brett Hundley. Freshman. They, they have no quarterback coming back in, but... They are going to be a strong contender, and the schedule is favorable for them. They've got uh, they've got Arizona State at home. They have BYU at home. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge to start out with uh, Virginia, but I think once they get past Virginia, Virginia will be a good football team this year. Once they get past Virginia, it's going to be smooth sailing. Now, obviously, they do play USC, which I'm sure most people have as the uh, – as the main winner of the Pac-10 this year, but I think that they can get past USC and win the Pac-10. You're picking them even with uh, homeboy cornerback that just got uh, arrested for robbery? Well, like my quarterback, dude, a lot of heart, a lot of dedication. A corner. And then you're, you're going with a, a guy, a true freshman quarterback. Rumor has yeah, he I'm, has hot takes. I'm going with true freshman quarterback, dude. Because he's got skill, he's got athleticism, and he doesn't have to do it by himself. That's fair. I mean, it's not a bad pick. Five to one. That's you know decent odds. Uh, P, who you got in the pack? To, well, at first <clears throat> I was going to say Arizona State. I was going to go trendy six to pick, one odds. Right. Yeah, trendy pick. But I decided to go with USC. USC is my pick. Uh, everybody's talking about Stark and you know the whole drunken moments and how it's going to affect the yeah, team. people drink. Like, let's, let's just That's, get over that. It's just ridiculous. Alcohol is fucking phenomenal. Nobody on the team gives a crap. Like, honestly, nobody on the team cares. King had to run some gassers. No, nobody cares. Yeah, they didn't care before. Made run some gassers. So, I, I, I just feel like they have the best team. Their uh, depth's suspect, but... They got some scholarships. They're, they're, sure. Yeah, but their depth's not all the way there, but their top 22 is really good. I'm with you. Uh, you are a fan of the public, my friend. You, you think so? So damn much. I do. You have to branch off a little bit. Maybe take a risk. No, well, he's you know he's never lost a bet, but I've, I've never lost a bet, Boomer. So I mean, if you want to win some games, 
If you want to win some games, you just you just go ahead and go with, with what I say, bud. All right, I'm going okay. USC. I have. I have lost that. I've lost a couple of <laughs> I've been to the dark side. Made you a better man, didn't it? 80% of the public is on USC, and they lose against Arizona State. I've been there before, and you know what? It, I, I've always found that the public is very ignorant whenever it comes to gambling against college football. Well, they the, always just follow each other. The winner of that conference is going to lose ten, or two games. Like, there's no doubt. Yeah, in my I, mind. I got USC winning two, but it's kind of a process of elimination. I like Cody Kessler a lot. I'm going to go with a proven quarterback. Uh, he'll be in the Heisman race if he can stay healthy. Should have been in it last year, but people didn't believe in him enough. I, I don't guess what it was, but his numbers were phenomenal. So I'm going to stick with Cody Kessler, proven quarterback, USC, to come out of the Pac-12. Not super confident about that, but... You know, 11 to 4 odds, I'll take them. All right, let's move to what everybody really wants. They came here for the sex, the SEC, baby. That's what we came here for. Who we got? P. You know who I got. Auburn, 15 no, there's, to 4. There's no doubt. Auburn's going to win the conference. There's no doubt. Okay. I, don't, I don't even have to go any further than that. No details. Honestly, there's no, no. There's no details. Just, just go ahead and put your money down. Win you some money on that. That's easy money. Boomer, you going homeristic here too? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I try to talk myself about Auburn, but, you know, the, the defensive line is going to be the strength this year. I've been a huge Jeremy Johnson fan ever since he played that first game last year against Arkansas. Uh, if Will Muschamp didn't come in as the offensive coordinator in that old second shit, uh, Ellis Johnson was still there, then I would say there's no chance in hell that Auburn would win as he But... Will Muschamp being down there on the sidelines, he's going to be waking up Chris Frost, he's going to be waking up Cat Seven McKenzie, he's going to get Lambert's face. Carl Lawson is coming back this hey, year. Hey, just get I some mean, Chick-fil-A, that'll wake up Cat Seven McKenzie. Defensive and rush right there. Montrevious Adams, huge pass rusher up the middle. The defense is going to be a hell of a lot better this year. I mean, now, we all have, it all hinges on Duke Williams. Is he going to get suspended or not? Who knows, honestly. But no, no he's not going to get suspended. Breaker, so. When's the last time Auburn suspended someone because of conduct? Yeah, out of here. I can, I can name four, but anyways. All right. Blake, who do you have? Who do you think I have? The Gumps, baby. We're bringing it back home again. I know that nobody wins the SEC two years in a row, but this is going to be a process of elimination. Auburn's losing four games at least. Um, the whole... Louisville, Alabama, LSU, and who was the last one? Mississippi State. Mississippi State? No, not Mississippi State. At home? Let me see who it is. I don't remember who it uh, is early. Who do you have? You have Arkansas beating us or? No, I got you beating. It might have been Arkansas. It was Arkansas. But uh, either way, 8-4 for Auburn. Louisville's not going to beat us. Um, Alabama's not going to beat us. Alabama at 5-2. You know. Hey, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. No need to spoil the big finale. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the big finale of Louisville versus Auburn here in a minute. But let's who's your sleepers? Who's your sleeper? Auburn does have to go to LSU, 
Third and week of the season. Last time Auburn won in all. the only loss that I can see happening this year. Some people think Texas A&M down College Station. I don't personally. I think Chase's first year is going to be a complete disaster. No, but, 10 and 2 for A&M. I mean, please go from there. That was awesome. But, uh, but my, my argument against the LSU game is it's the third week of the season. He hadn't won there since 99. Their quarterbacks are awful. I don't care. I don't 99. care. Their quarterbacks are awful. All right, let's go to sleepers. We're not going to get any agreements on this. Sleepers, Boomer, your SEC sleeper. Who could you see coming out besides Auburn? Uh, SEC sleeper would have to be Arkansas. Okay. I can see them just doing the ground and pound action pretty much every single week consistently. Hey, it sounds like you. There. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a low-scoring game every week. But they do have a chance to come out. I got a A&M. Like I said, I filled my schedule. That was the fourth Auburn loss, uh, A&M. I've got them going 10-2. I know Chavis, it's just going to take a little bit. If they could squeak by Arizona State week one, then I think he'll get the wheels rolling. Miles Garrett's phenomenal talent on that defensive line. Um, Kyle Allen or uh, – Kyle Allen. Kyle Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But um, what's his name? Kyler Murray. I mean, he's going to play too. He's not going to bring in the number one quarterback in the nation and – Tell him to sit the bench for his entire freshman year. He's too too special of a talent. He'll play. Well, if he if he comes in, then they're they're not going to be they're not going to win. No, I'm saying he's they're not going to come in as a starter or anything. But they're gonna they're gonna package him in. He's he's too special of a talent. They, they got a lot of playmakers. Speedy Noel is going to rough this year. Uh, I don't, I'm not saying A and M wins the conference, but I'm saying if you want a sleeper, A and M at 15 and one looks pretty good. Well, all right. Well, give me your give me your thoughts on the whole Tennessee uproar. I don't get it. Like, Josh Dobbs performed confident against a decent Alabama defense in the second half last year at home, and now we're anointing him a Heisman winner. Like, it, the dude played okay against Alabama, and then he finished out the season all right, and now he's Peyton Manning 2.0. We're, yeah. They're winning the East. Like, no, get the hell out of here. I don't, I don't get it. They may win the East, but it's going to be because of a process of elimination. Like, the East is garbage. <laughs> I got them going nine and three, but they'll win the East. I, I think. I just, there's not enough. Uh, Georgia, time. Georgia's going to win. Georgia win the East, no problem. Uh-huh. North Carolina's no threat. McIlwain still holding his dick down there in Florida. Doesn't know what the hell is doing. Got that sunburn going all summer. So, I mean, there really is no competition. Unfortunately, Auburn is not in the East. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right, so I think we got everything there. Let's talk Heisman winners. Or, you know, you can't predict a Heisman winner. It's impossible. Mariota, you could have got lucky with last year. Nobody saw Jameis or Johnny the, the couple of years before that. Uh, Cam, I don't even want to talk about that. Let's let's just talk about Heisman winners. Uh, P, who, who are your uh, front runners? Uh, this is tough, but, you know, Chubb's got to be up there. If he stays healthy, he's got to be there, you know. I don't like the the four nets of the world. Uh, he's got to show something to me. I know he's he played well last year, but he's he's he still has nobody who can throw the ball. They're going to be gunning on him. Uh, I do like Boykin at TCU just because he throws all the time. Um, like you said, Cody Kessler at USC. If they do win the Pac-12, then he has a, he has a, a major shot of winning the Heisman. I got a. Uh, well, we'll go to Boomer on this first. Who you got? Who's some, some guys? Well, I mean, you definitely have 
definitely have to give it with Ezekiel uh, Elliott. I mean, the son of a bitch was just on point the last half of last season. But I think he's going to be the bell cow. I think that Cardell Jones is a false superstar for them. And personally, I think J.T. Barrett halfway through the season will end up being their starting quarterback. So it's all going to hinge on Ezekiel Elliott if he can run. Uh, obviously, Jeremy Johnson, if Auburn does end up in the playoff, he will be Auburn's Heisman front runner. Um, I, I'm a huge Connor Cook fan. I think that he is going to be a superstar this year. I think he's going to be a top 10 pick next year in the NFL draft. I mean, you know, nobody ever, can ever predict this because there's always a Nick Chubb or there's always somebody that just comes out of the woodwork and you know, it, it's all a guess at this point. I mean, never go with wide receiver the past five years. It's been a uh, quarterback, I believe. Except yeah. for when was the last, uh, when was the last Heisman winner that wasn't a quarterback? Was it Mark Ingram? Yeah, oh nine, Mark Ingram. So, the worst Heisman yeah. winner of all time. I mean, he got hard. He cried, man. No, he was awful. Space. All right. Speaking of nine quarterbacks, I got, I got five. Uh, Boykin, or speaking of quarterbacks, and yeah, Chubbs, Elliott, Fournette are the guys. You know, if you want to pick a nine quarterback, it's going to be a quarterback. It's quarterback of war. They just need to rename the damn thing. Um, I got five. Boykin and Kessler, are obviously, guys, and we hit on earlier. Um, two sleepers, deep sleepers, and uh, Vernon Adams at Oregon is another guy. He's not one of the sleepers, but I think you look for him just because that offense is going to put up numbers. Seth Russell at Baylor, same thing with offense, putting up numbers. First-year starter, people think if he comes in and does that, oh, he might actually be pretty good. And I mentioned Brad Kaya earlier at Miami, 66-1 to right now. If Miami gets a 9 or 10 wins, he'll have to be in the race, but uh, – it's going to be tough. My guy is Deshaun Watson at Clemson. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the country last year when healthy. I know health is – He's getting hurt this year. Stupid pick. He's getting 100% hurt by the Miami game. Okay. Well, that's – I don't know how you get at that a guy's getting hurt. Let's not hope that injury on anyone. But uh, Watson – He's a push, dude. He's a twig. He's a push. Watson is a – I mean, he's a special talent, dude. He's not a twig. He, he's a big old. He's a big old boy. But uh, Watson's a guy I like to look at. But you know, like we like we guys, you can't predict Heisman winners. It's it's damn near impossible. Um, so let's talk about playoff. One guy I am super high on, which led me to my UCLA pick uh, to win the the Big Ten, is Paul Perkins. I think he's a motherfucking bulldozer up the middle, and I think that he can get those five yards that they're going to need every third down. Okay. I like it. All right, so let's get to uh, the playoff. I don't really know the good way to do this. I guess we'll just start with give me your four playoff teams and pick a winner from there. I'll, I'll start us off. I've got a com- pretty conventional three of the four playoff teams. Um Ohio State, they're going to get there. Uh, they may not win it. I don't think they're going to win it, but they're going to get there. The, the schedule is too damn easy. Even if they lose a game, people are going to be like, oh, look what they did when they got here last year. We've got to put them in. We've got to put them in. Um, no, I'm not saying they're going to win, but they'll get there. Alabama, uh, obviously, that's 
I don't know. I just wouldn't feel right as a human being if I didn't put them there. Um, I think eleven and one, which eleven and one, which I have them going in the SEC is going to get you there any any year. TCU uh, was was a team I had earlier. I, I think I switched that to Oklahoma officially earlier in the podcast. Uh, we may have to revisit that. But the one true champion, you don't you don't know really who's going to come out of that. But uh, Clemson's my fourth team at twenty two to one. Uh, I like Clemson a lot to get there just because they face an easy as hell schedule. They're going to be sitting there, in my opinion, at 11-1 at the end of the season, and you're going to have to pick somebody. You're going to take an 11-1 team over a 10-2 team all day, um, so I think that's going to be what it looks like. National champion, Alabama, it's just I, I can't make a fair pick. I'm too close, you know, I'm too loyal to the tie. I got too much Bama in me, Paul. Um, but I can't not pick Alabama. So, yeah, give me Alabama. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, well, i got to go with my conference champs, so Ohio State, TCU, USC, and Auburn. It's tough. Like, I, I guess the USC, the Pac-12, that, that's up in the air for me, but I don't think I don't see them winning a game once they get in anyway. Uh, depending on how the rankings work out, I say Auburn, Ohio State in the finals, and I think that would be one hell of a game. Uh, but I, I think uh, Auburn will be too much for him. Okay. Boomer. So both y'all have just made the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you realize that last year was the first year, a complete outlier, where four of the top five teams in the preseason polls actually made it to the playoffs. The last time that happened was 
Real quick. It's going to be Ohio State, Auburn, UCLA, Georgia Tech. Who wins? Who wins? Who you got winning, boom? Who wins it all? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that Ohio State will be the number one seed. I think that Auburn will end up being the number two seed playing against uh, UCLA. I think Auburn obviously wins that. I think Ohio State plays Georgia Tech, and it's going to be a hell of a lot closer game than people think, but I think that it ends up being Auburn and Ohio State in the final game. Auburn wins. Okay. All right. So, we got Auburn, Auburn, Alabama. We all went homer is crap. We're going to have to do something different from that. All right. Let's get to week one. We'll wrap this thing I'm up. I'm sure it'll change. Shortly. Throughout the season, it'll change It'll a change. Bit. We'll come back to it. Don't worry. You'll, you'll get these same three voices, you know, from time to time. No need to worry there. So, let's talk week one. Uh, first game on the schedule, North Carolina at South Carolina. I mean, there's no need to go in deep analysis on all these games. Just to get some quick hitters kind of wrap this thing up a little bit. I know we're probably boring some of the people out there. Uh, North Carolina, plus two and a half against South Carolina. It's in Charlotte. I guess South Carolina is technically the home team. It's one of those neutral side things, but it's in Charlotte. I don't really think people give a shit about North Carolina, though. They might come out to say, oh, Uncle Gene Chizik, but uh, other than that, (laughs) South Carolina minus two and a half. They're going to win by field goal. Yeah, you got to go with South Carolina in this. Boomer? I agree 100%. Five o'clock kickoff. I think they beat him by at least touchdown, possibly four. All right, so yeah, that one starts at five. Be sure to get home early from work. Leave at four. You got a doctor's road doctor's appointment. Mine tend to be chiropractic variety, so that's what I'm going to have Friday or Thursday afternoon. All right, Michigan at Utah. Harbaugh's debut. Michigan's getting uh, or they're five and a half point underdogs at Utah, um, according to some auto mechanic. Webster Magazine push over Utah against Har- for Harbaugh's first game. It's not the case anymore. Who wins? Michigan plus five and a half at Utah. I'm going. I'm going Utah by twenty one. Damn. I think. <laughs> I just. No, no, no. He's got his sheet, man. He's got his homework. There's, there's no like Michigan doesn't have enough. Let's just go. They just don't have enough yet. I mean, he'll be a good coach and he'll do, he'll do good things in the future, but he, he just doesn't have enough right now. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. But I mean, fucking twenty one. I mean, Jesus. It could be worse than that. It could be worse than that. I believe in Harbaugh. Minus nine and a half. Minus nine and a half. Where are you getting these numbers from? Alright, um, I don't know. It's nine and a half now? No, no, that's what I have it at. For my calculation, you said the spread was what? Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, five and a half. So I have Utah beating them at nine and by nine and a half. Okay, well, that. My numbers are what I calculated throughout the week, (laughs) not what the spread's supposed to be. That would not help the viewer. Okay, it would, but uh, because that's kind of what we're going with here. Uh, all right, all right. whatever. Uh, uh, so Western, or yeah, Western Kentucky at Vandy. Western Kentucky minus two at Vandy. That's that's mind blowing to me. I mean, I know that Vandy's fallen and they sucked ass last year, but they're 
they're two point dogs at home to Western Kentucky, the freaking Hilltoppers. Give me Vandy. I, I'm called SEC bias. Call whatever you want. Give me Vandy. I mean, I'm with you. I, I just don't, I don't see it happening. Not the first game of the season. I just don't see. I mean, they're they are awful. God, they're so awful. But I just don't see it happening. We don't give a shit about your hot Conference USA takes. Nobody, no, Boomer, like, did you look deep into the Conference USA and figure out who people had? Like, come on, dude. Don't give me the... Hey, is Bobby hey, Rainey back for Western Kentucky? This fucking podcast with fucking a uh, handwritten lead of grocery. <laughs> I am fucking coming in here hot with fresh takes. Western <laughs> Kentucky will win. Say, will they? Will they? Have right now, Vanderbilt as a one and a half point favorite in that game. Now it could be a trap game for sure. It could be a trap game. You can't be a trap game the first. Break off of them by fifteen, but just give us a pick. Right now I think that Vanderbilt will win barely there. All right, TCU at Minnesota. Minus at fourteen. It's looking at fifteen and a half now. Minnesota actually played them pretty close last year, if I recall. That was the only game worth a shit between BCU and or beat. Wow, Baylor and TCU's at a conference schedule. Um, this one's at Minnesota, which is weird. Uh, I think TCU kind of proved their point last year against Ole Miss, and they beat the dog shit out of them. So I don't know that they'll really be out to just make an absolute statement in this game. This one's tough. Uh, give me Minnesota at home. Just 15 and a half is huge. Give me that. When I first looked at it, I, I, I thought a 10-point game, but I, I think it'll be more like 17. TCU will score a late touchdown, and they'll yeah, co- I mean, they'll cover. It'll be close. I'm thinking They'll four. cover. What do you think, Boom? TCU has an 80% chance to win this game, and with that kind of a margin to actually just win the game, that's really all you're looking for. I mean – once they get on them, they're going to get on them fucking hard. And with a high hopeful, they're not going to let up. Also, what happened with TCU last year being left out of the uh, yeah. college with football you. playoff, they're going to be putting it on teams like this, especially other power conference teams. I, I look to see it at least, at least a 17-point win. All right. So seventeen. Those are your Thursday night games. Decent little opener to the season. Get you hold you over till the weekend. So Friday, you got a couple. I don't know what you call these games. I'm not gonna call them shit because it's college football and we've went eight months without it. So I'm gonna be sitting there with a heart on watching them. Uh, Baylor minus thirty five at SMU. I, I don't know. I'm not. Sure. It's at SMU? Yeah, it's one of those weird things. That's their quote-unquote hard out of conference game. Give me Baylor, whatever. I'm uh-huh. going SMU. I'm going SMU. They'll, they're they not going to get beat by 35 Boomer, give us a home. pick. Quick pick. Next. Next. No, no pick at all. All right. Washington plus 12 at Boise. Uh, give me Washington. Uh, Peterson's not going to get beat by more than two touchdowns in his return to Boise. Um Washington's flying on the radar a little bit this year. I think I saw them at four and a half, maybe five and a half wins. They'll get to a bowl. Uh, 
I, they might win this game. I don't know if I'm ready to go that route. People have boys to go 12 and 0. That's not happening. Uh, yeah, give me Washington plus 12. Boomer. This is my lock of the week right now. 100. Take Washington. Boise State's not going to beat them by more than three. Oh. This, this is this is almost certain. I'm putting my own money on the line on this game. Washington. All right, I like it. So let's get to Saturday. It's a little bit disappointing. I know that you know we're Alabama and Auburn fans over here, so we have some decent games to look forward to. But outside of that, Arizona State A and M is the only other real good game on the schedule Saturday. Um, I mean, I'm no, it's college football. It's back. Whatever. Starts off Stanford minus twelve at Northwestern. I don't know if anybody cares about that. Um, people say Stanford's going to be improved. Northwestern, I don't know much about them. I know that they they can't unionize, whatever that means. Um, they lost a huge, you know, off the field battle, whatever. Give me Stanford minus twelve. No. Who's gonna beat their ass? Who's gonna beat their ass? It's not gonna be a close game. Sorry for all you uh, Northwestern grads that are trying to become ESPN announcers, but that's not gonna be a good game for you guys. <laughs> agree, agree. It'll be Stanford by fourteen right. at least. Uh, I'm going to say if the Auburn move, we'll, we'll come back to that, circle back on that wagon. BYU plus seven at Nebraska. Uh, give me BYU to win this game. Taysom Hill, will, he'll step up Nebraska. They're, they're adjusting. They lost a lot on defense. Um, and it's Nebraska. It'll, it'll be a dirty game. It'll be ugly. Give me BYU plus seven on the road. I'm going Nebraska. Give me the under on that game. The under, you say. Yep. Well, there's not one yet, but okay. It, whatever it is, he's saying under. Okay. He he. I agree, Boomer. I agree, but it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna. Eh. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with you. BYU plus seven. Okay. It'll be. It'll be. What do you think, Boomer? Like three point game. Oh yeah, I would say. I mean, BYU is gonna at least get the close. Nebraska lost a billion. Adula, but I mean, man, literally nobody coming in. So I think it's gonna be a super sloppy game. All right, I got you. Penn State minus six and a half at Temple. Uh, uh, give me, give me Penn State to win by a touchdown on the road. Hackenberg will be good. He's fresh. He's had a whole off season. I don't, I don't get this minus six and a half. I, I think Penn State wins straight up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously they're gonna win straight. I up. mean. They're, yeah, by, se- by seven, by seven, excuse me. Yeah, they'll win by seven. Uh, Hackenberg's going to come out throw four touchdowns or something just to get his name out there in the Heisman race. Since uh, when does Penn State have to play at Temple and Baylor plays at SMU? What's going know. on in the world? Bill Cosby and – What's going on in the world? I mean, it's Bill Cosby and Jerry Sandusky's what's going on in the world. Two most famous alums of those programs. Good oh. job, folks. All right, Arizona State plus three versus Texas A&M. I think I tipped my hand a little bit on this one earlier. I like A&M to do very well this season. I think they got to slip by Arizona State. I think you can't slip by by more than a field goal. Um, minus three. I mean, I think it might be three. You can't really bet on a push. So, I'll take Texas A&M with a hope that they win by more. Uh, Texas A&M minus three. And where's this game? Houston? Somewhere in Texas. I think it's Houston. Um I'm with you, Texas A&M. I think they'll they'll pull it out. I think it'll be a great game, though. Boom. Uh, let's 
Texas plus ten plus nine and a half versus Notre Dame. Um, is this in South Bend? Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I, Texas. I, yeah, I'm Texas. I'm Texas here. We have your fellow Catholic on the line. Please, Catholic, who do you choose? Are you choosing against God or are you choosing against the right thing? I'm I'm uh, I'm going Texas, man. I'm going against God on this one. Boom, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, I got another game. I mean, Zaire, Ryan Kelly, I trust him with quarterbacks. And he obviously let the right one get down to Florida State to corrupt their football team. I think Zaire's <laughs> a good guy. I think he can, he can lead the team at least past that shitty-ass Texas No, game. there's not going to be a lot of points scored in this one, but I think Texas keeps it within 10. All right. Wisconsin plus ten and a half at Alabama, uh, not at Alabama versus Alabama in Dallas. It'll be at Alabama. I think it'll be eighty twenty. Wisconsin, I can't imagine travels very well. They're too fat to fit on the planes. Um, I, I've got Alabama. This is Boomer threw his lockout earlier. I don't even remember what it was. It's just all of his hot takes. It's hard to keep him in fresh. But uh, Alabama minus ten and a half, my lock of the week. They're going to win by at least seventeen. Just. They're trying really? To, yeah. They're, this is going to be such a low-scoring game. No, it's not. Alabama, their defense isn't very With good. What Derrick quarterback? Henry, it doesn't matter. Derrick Henry is bigger than oh every my. one of their defensive linemen. Like, think about that for a second. He's bigger than every single one of their defensive linemen. Give me, yeah. The next Trent Richardson. <laughs> Maybe. Anyways, uh, I'm, I am I think it's going to be really close. Uh, I think Alabama is going to win, but it might be 10. So, okay. I'm going to go Wisconsin. Boomer? I think it's a pretty, uh, pretty boring-ass game. And, uh, There's no doubt about that. World, I think Alabama has a potential to win by two touchdowns. But Hold on. They probably are going to take it past two touchdowns because, man, their passing offense is going to be on the ground the whole time. And the clock is going to run the entire time because that's what happens when you play against the Wisconsin offense. True. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Last one, Saturday. It's 2.30 kickoff. Louisville, Auburn. Louisville plus 10.5. Um, P, we'll Louis- start with you. Well, we know. Well, Auburn's going to win by two touchdowns at least. Okay, Boomer. Uh, honestly, I have it at Auburn winning by one touchdown. I've got it at uh, Auburn minus 6.5. I think it's going to be a hell of a lot closer game. Personally, I'm not going to bet on this game because anything can happen. Trino has had an entire offseason to prepare for being an uh, SEC powerhouse at the beginning of the year. And well, powerhouse. He, he's going to pull all of his cards out in this one. I agree. He said the other day he's been preparing the whole offseason, all 10 months. He hadn't focused on anybody but Auburn. And that's, that's unusual. You at least put something in for some of the teams you're going to face throughout the season. Uh, I, I said Louisville was going to win earlier. I, I, I'm not ready to call that lock of the century that Louisville's going to win. Um, and I think part of that's hate coming out of my heart. You know, if you got hate in your heart, let it out. But um, Hey, don't lose viewership the first 
Hey, I'm taking Louisville plus ten and a half. I'm very damn confident about that. Uh, I'm not confident enough to say that they're going to win, but they're ten and a half. I feel good about. It. All right, let's close this bad boy out Monday night. Finally, something fun to do on a Monday, even though you're going to have the whole day off, holiday, and they'll tell them what's going on. Uh, Ohio State minus 12 at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech actually won this game last year, as most people recall. Ohio State's going to have some guys out. Minus 12. Boomer, we'll start with you. Tim Blacksburg. I mean, you know, everything I put in my computer says Ohio State minus 16 and a half. JT will start. Prove up the potential he did last year. I, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a 10 point game, personally. I, <clears throat> I just. Virginia Tech, like if it was five years ago, I would say Virginia Tech, but I can't do it anymore. I'm done having faith in Virginia Tech. Uh, Ohio State. Yeah, I think Ohio State pissed off that they lost this game last year. Um, the quarterback situation is a little more sure up. I don't know. that 12 is a good number on this because it's either going to be 10 or 14 in my opinion. I don't really know. It's a toss-up for me if it is going to be 10 or 14. Uh, give me talent. Uh, I'll take Ohio State minus 12 to win my 14. All right, so that wraps up uh, the first, you know, bringing to a close the first ever Deep Fried Vets podcast. Uh, again, we had Patrick Nolan, Captain Hindsight, never lost a game with us today, and uh, Matthew Boomershine. I don't know, you, you, you judge for yourself off that performance, what you want to call him. Um, and I'm Blake Bollinger. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Check back next week. And we'll have something new and fresh for you. Uh, guys, enjoyed it. Had a hell of a time. Any closing comments? Yeah, I did not listen to Blake Bollinger on about 45% of his prediction. This, this <laughs> podcast. Please don't judge him by that. Tune in next week. And I promise it'll be a hell of a lot better. Yeah, there's no doubt. This is just the first one. We'll yeah. get better as it goes along. Trial run. We'll do. Uh, we'll get more more uh, hot takes. Yeah, we're gonna have some guests time. come throughout the season. Hopefully, we get a celebrity guest or two in here. Celebrity pickle, yeah. like a little game to action. But I appreciate everybody tuning in. Share it on Facebook, Twitter. Send it an email. I don't know whatever the hell you people do now. Uh, get the word out. We enjoy doing this. Hopefully, I know I did. Uh, yeah. Not going to do it if four people are listening every week. But get the word out. Uh, hopefully we'll find it on iTunes, send some links out, post it on the website. But uh, if you got any questions, want to see anything covered next week, just let me know. Enjoyed it. Thanks. See you.